Hello and welcome into Off the Bench, and we're brought to you by BioFreeze, the number one clinically recommended pain relief brand. Let's go. All right, WizKids, welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. That was Jacob Rain doing a live read of our new sponsor. We have a sponsor for the rest of this season for Off the Bench. Jamal K. Davis here with, as I mentioned, Jacob Rain, Ryan Dizdier, and Chris Gehring, fresh off of an all-star break. Jacob, bringing in some hot news. Excited about the new sponsor. Yeah, my, my lip hurts. I need some BioFreeze right now. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's a good potty. idea. I think nope. that we're gonna have to uh, arms, legs, yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think that's probably better. Okay, all right. A burgeoning uh, partnership. Yeah, a burgeoning partnership. This is exciting. Uh, what's also exciting is Chris is back from the All Star break. I did forget once again that Chris went down there before <laughs> we started the pod. I was like, yep. oh, what is that going to tell us stories? Yeah, um, no, but I'm really fine. excited. Uh, it was quite an all-star break. We had Saddles, a new parent. Dwight Howard's back participating non in non-contact drills. Mm -hmm. The Wizards are practicing, and Bradley Beal finished his second all-star break. Should we start with all-star? Like let's start with let's start with yeah. all-star, and then you we can have? get into uh, uh, we can get into the last quarter of the season. A yeah, little bit. it was a good it was a, it was a great weekend. Like we said, Brad definitely wanted to keep it a little lower key this week this year i know that he did a lot in la i know that la the stage was bigger i know that you mentioned that this weekend that just everything was more complicated everything was bigger there were more people the traffic was worse you know all the stuff that comes with having all those events all those activations in la um but this year he kind of got all of his sponsorship obligations done in one day shout out tso and mountain dew yeah, yeah. Mountain dew. our Great partners as well tso and mountain dew so we stopped by their activations at all-star weekend both of which were really cool mountain dew had an awesome space that the their players came through for sure so brad was was one of them um i think they had a lot of the rookies as well um so they came through but then also like uh, the Migos performed. They had some other performances there, and it was all at Charlotte. They called the Migos or just Migos? Yeah, Migos. The just Migos. Migos. Whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, so <laughs> genuinely, I don't know. So, I'm trying to learn more. I think it could well, there's be the three Migos. Them, so yeah. So there's the Migos. The Migos. But anyway, Migos performed among others, so that was cool. J Cole. Yeah, oh, yeah, they had a great. They had a great. Um, Activation at Epicenter. Uh, everything was at Charlotte's Epicenter, which for those of you who don't know and haven't been to Charlotte, is kind of like it, it ri literally is in the middle of the city in Charlotte. It's like a bunch of stores, restaurants, um, spaces for this weekend that, that brands bought out and activated. So we visited our friends at Tiso. We visited our friends at Mountain Dew. We went to Champs that day. Um, Brad also participated, as, as All Stars do, in the annual day of service. Um, which this year was at Second Harvest Food Bank. Pretty cool they did it with Kareem um, Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really yeah. an Muggsy awesome. And Muggsy Bogues um, also there. Muggsy yeah, Muggsy Bogues, Bogues was also there. Um, the Grant brothers were there. Uh, Dwayne Wade was there right before Brad arrived. So it was a Jason cool... Tatum? Uh, Jason, not, Jason <laughs> not Tatum? Jason Tatum was Tatum. probably there okay, at some you point. You know that you don't yeah. work for the Celtics, right? I know. <laughs> I, just, I just like, I want to get that. I just want to be clear with that because I'm not sure that you know. Jason Tatum was there, but I've known but them since at some high point. school. I'm, I'm not Jamoke. Just... I'm I'm just saying I'm not sure you know. <laughs> <laughs> like Jamoke may think that he comes to work in Boston every day, and he's like, I don't know, man. 
Okay, well, anyway, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there. Were you, like, devastated when John hit that shot against Boston a couple years ago? No, I was quite happy with that. Um, <laughs> I was quite happy that John Wall, game six, was awesome. Um, let's Go ahead, sorry. So, me. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there. It was a cool event. Um, it always is, but the Second Harvest Food Bank is massive, and they had a ton of tables set up. They do a ton of work there, so that was cool. They were one of the big... Um, uh, I guess recipients of a lot of the donations and the charity throughout the weekend, so that was very cool to see. Then Brad did the celebrity game. Uh, he went. He attended the celebrity game. Appeared on ESPN um, with Chris Middleton. That was pretty neat. Um, Middleton got hot. Yeah, Damn. Middleton was great in the game. <laughs> Brad uh, um, for the game, oh, I should say. LeBron yeah, and I, and so it was a slow yeah. start for Brad in the game. For those who watched, obviously you know and watched this, but Brad, I don't know that he hit a shot in, in the first, first half. half. He did not. He, he had a steal. Um, ended it ended with eleven points, three assists, I think a rebound and a steal. So and he hit Blake Griffin in the head once. Yeah, which is he great. Blake, hit Blake Griffin in the head once, which was funny. And Blake actually made a really good joke about that after the game. Um, since Blake also commented on Brad's totally not travel on Twitter. <laughs> Let's be clear. So that was good. Let's it was not travel. It was it's not a travel. been it's been verified. It's been so um, <laughs> so that was funny. But you could tell. And Brad said after the game, I think this was the this was kind of the coolest part of the game, other than the fact that Team LeBron once again had their second consecutive comeback win. Yeah. Um, and Kevin Durant, the game's MVP, shouted out Brad. Um, for kind of sparking that comeback. He found his three-point shot. They started raining threes as a team. Damian Lillard, another one, another big catalyst for the for the comeback in the ever-important exhibition All-Star game. But <laughs> it was it was really cool, and, you know, that's when the second half of the All-Star game, especially with this, like, team format, it's kind of reinvigorated a little bit. You could tell the they players are having care. fun. Yeah. yeah, They start to care. They start to hit shots. You get a little bit more of the buzz in the crowd. Um, it was cool that Brad was a part of that. So, and um, LeBron James also shouted him out on his Instagram. LeBron James posted a picture of the bench going nuts during that run. And he said, by the way, not pictured in this picture are Bradley Beal, Dame Lillard, the guys who brought us back. So that was that was fun to watch. You could tell in his post-game press conference that he just had a good time in the game. He said that he was more relaxed this time around, just the whole weekend, but definitely the game and being introduced and all that stuff. Um which is all cool to see. Uh, and you can tell that he had a blast. And now it's back to business. What was um, your favorite moment? That's a good question. I was going to ask you what was the best thing you ate. Ooh, oh, okay. Both important. Cookout. You went to cookout, we, right? So we, so we actually didn't get to cookout. Oh, my god. Well, so here's why. So You guys should have seen Jamal Gay's face right there. there. Are not a, so he was legitimately devastated So the Carolina... Thing also is Bojangles. Another Carolina Bojangles. thing is Bojangles. Bojangles is everywhere. So Bojangles it's at the arena. Dumb. It's at the Bojangles Coliseum, obviously, where um, the celebrity game and practice occurred. So I had a lot of Bojangles. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, the league also, <laughs> thank up. you to the NBA, they provided gift cards for us to eat at the arenas. Wait, what? So, yeah, so another Jamal little known fact. Another little known fact about All Star Weekend that he didn't get a gift <laughs> is that media members at All Star Weekend get gift cards. So, 
Guess uh, what? It was like in our credential bag? pack. It was in our credential packet, so that was neat. <sighs> um, we had them when I went a couple years in New Orleans. Anyway, so okay, it was it was arena food. But <laughs> I will say the Bojangles I mean, was great. Um, <laughs> we had we ate at a really great Italian restaurant that's actually right downtown. It's called Aria. It was recommended to us. Um, so okay. that was that was a really great dinner. Um, and then the rest of the week, I mean, we didn't get to cook out, which is sad. Um, I do love cookout milkshakes. They are the greatest. I had an internship in Charlotte and had a lot of milkshakes during that four-month period living there. But the weekend overall was great. I thought the, I thought the game was, was fun. I think it got good. I, I love the comeback. It was fun to watch. It's fun to watch all those guys go off. Um, for the for Saturday night, I mean, Houndu Diallo's dunk was surprising. Like I And oh, Sadaransky said it. Yeah, and, the, and Sadaransky said it best I thought as well that he was asked about it last night at the Wizards first practice back and he said it was, I thought it was a cool dunk to jump to jump over Shaq but what I didn't see coming was the elbow in the rim yeah and that was I mean it you can obviously like when you jump over a guy like Shaq you use like a little bit of a boost to get up there like you could tell he like briefly put his hand on his shoulder but to get like high enough to do the Vince Carter like hang from there was your elbow, there was no argument was this year awesome. over who the winner was, which was nice. It was yeah, and that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Jack said in the post game, he said he didn't push off. He just kind of gently put yeah, his hand to let him. me know I'm he, I'm jumping over you. Yeah. He said that's all yeah. he did, <laughs> which was like it, it was really really impressive. My 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 biggest takeaway from remember the weekend, we interviewed him at the podcast. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, we had him in for a workout. Sorry, go ahead. Um, my biggest takeaway from the weekend, and granted, uh, my I was not I was not there. I was following all of this from um, Chris and Zach's stories, from our social, and from television. Was I feel like last year um, Brad was a little bit deer in the headlights, first All Star game. Um, this year it was clear that Brad was like, I'm a superstar. I belong here just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here for the rest of my career. There's no question about it. And you could tell with the way he was hobnobbing and joking and just like felt so comfortable this year. And I, I loved that because he is a superstar and he deserves everything that's coming to him and he's going to be there for a long time. I mean, my, my personal favorite moment was probably Danny Green's Batmobile question. Yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was hysterical. That was, that was electric. Um, <laughs> You know, yucking it up with Russ and Dwayne, D Wade, and all those guys. It was, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was Jay Cole courtside. Yeah, we, yeah, like I think we know that Brad is like, we've known for a little while that Brad has the, I think, a, a really good level of respect from his fellow players, and this weekend I think was a good illustration of that. Obviously, the way that he interacts, like in pop culture, like we know that, like, um. We know that Brad's been mentioned, like, speaking of the Migos, he's been mentioned in an Amigos song. We know that I think it's he the Migos? knows Quavo. He, we um, know right. that, Amigos. like, and so it was cool to see him just interact with all these stars. And like yeah. Jacob said, that is, is really awesome. And to see him kind of embracing that and reaching in. I will also say he had a, like, it was a long day on Friday of appearances. <laughs> we were probably out and about with him for a solid eight hours straight. And I give him a lot of credit because he – was great with all the fans. He greeted everybody the same way. And I know that it's easy to say that that would be easy. But, like, I was thinking about it. And we well, all we had to do was follow him around. Yeah. And it he was kind of tiring. Yeah, like, time. it was kind of tiring. And he was on the entire time. He truly appreciates everybody who comes out to see him. Everything that he has to do. 
um, you know, every weird quirky game that he has to play for this sponsor or, you know, a photo shoot or weird interview he has to do for that sponsor. He took it all in stride, which I know that that sounds like it's, it shouldn't be a hard thing. Cause obviously like you get paid to do these things and athletes get paid very well. But uh, I I don't know how I would handle something like that. I feel like I would wear down and by the end be like, yeah, like that's when you need bio freeze. Great. That's yeah, when yeah. you need bio freeze. <laughs> but um, so it was just a cool cool experience to follow him around as always. All star is always fun. Get to see some of our colleagues from around the league as well. Um, see a bunch of media, chat with them. So all of that is is cool. And uh, now we're back. We're ready to be back and play some basketball, which is. We've got some really important games coming up, and as always, after the after the All Star break, the season's way shorter than you think it is. Like, yeah. It is nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's a big nowhere. concern. No, we're in March. We're we basically got, in March. Yeah. We got twenty four to go. Yep, thirteen five at home, eight, eleven on the road. Five on the road, mm-hmm. but thir- overall thirteen at home, eleven on the road. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, this. I mean, the end of the season is hard. Yeah, yeah. that the road trip at the end of March is difficult, it's and it's yeah. it's a big misconception with just I know. I've talked to people before, and they assume that oh, after the All Star break, it's like the halfway point, right? And I'm like, no, not not even close. Point. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the the season. The opportunities are have shrunk, and now it's it's uh it's now or never. I tell you what, you look at this schedule right now coming up for the Wizards, and Ryan calling it now or never is definitely true because if you get off to at this point, if you get off to a slow start right now, coming out of the break, you can you can pretty much pack it in. Yeah, this they they have got to get hot and they have got to stay hot. The thing is, so you look at you look at the schedule, and we were talking about this the other day. They're three out, which is far from insurmountable. But the more difficult thing is the fact that they are three out with three teams in between them and a playoff spot. Yeah, absolutely. So you gotta you gotta make up three games on three different teams. Yeah, essentially, and so. Um, it's. I mean, it is. It is not. It is far from impossible. I mean, and this team is has shown that they can compete with anybody. But they've got to get hot and they've got to stay hot. Coach Brooks. I was. Um, I was listening to Coach Brooks, and he was just saying, "You got to win seven out of ten right out the gate. You got to go and get seven out of 10. And so we'll see. Yeah, and it should be said by the way. So we have two against Charlotte the rest of the way. Which are huge. Back to back to start. Yeah. So we we see them twice really quickly. We see them first, um, and then. The, the games, the opportunities that are head-to-head against... So, the teams that are in the way are Detroit, which is currently in the 8th seed, Miami in ninth, Orlando in 10th. We don't have a lot of head-to-heads left against those teams. Mm-hmm. And so, your, your opportunities to take games back quickly and have it under your control is even less than that. So, like we said, there's a lot of teams in the way, but there's also not a lot of chances to control your own destiny so to we speak. We need Superman back. Right, so we need so what the Wizards need to do and I think they obviously fully understand this is like Jacob said, they have to get hot, they have to take care of business against teams that that they have to beat because the other thing about this is that there's a four-game West Coast trip coming up. There are other road games against really good teams. There's mm-hmm. more there are more games against Boston. I think we've only only played them once. So there's two more against Boston. There's there's just um, some difficult opportunities coming up. A lot of games against the West. That West, I mean, that West Coast red road trip. It's going to be is really brutal. tough. Yeah, like to have that as your last road trip of the season. I mean, you know, you've got the Lakers, the Jazz, and the Nuggets, and a scrappy Phoenix team in the middle there yeah. on the back of a back-to-back. I mean, granted, we win every back. With Kelly Oubre trying to you know get some revenge against his former team. Um, so, yeah, I it's mean, it's be tough. No, no question. And you've got to get hot and you've got to stay yeah. hot, but. 
You know, this this team has certainly has the ability to do it, and they've got a guy playing as well as anybody in the league in Beal, and uh, you know, new life and, and you know some new blood in Parker and Portis right now. We've played really well since they've gotten here, and so it's just it's just a matter of finding the right energy, finding you know, finding your rhythm and, and just and just taking it one at a time, and that's about every cliche I can fit into a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> but the other good note is that following the All-Star game and obviously after the All-Star game on Sunday, Brad had Monday, Tuesday, most of Wednesday um, to get kind of right, to get a little bit of rest. And I, mm-hmm. I know that obviously the All-Star break for guys, especially with guys that play the minutes that he plays, can always be longer. But he said after the game that he felt pretty good. He said that right now like his body is in pretty good is a pretty good place despite the crazy minutes that he's been playing and is going to have to play. Oh yeah. Um, but he knows that you know in, in in the NBA he is not the only one. When you have a star, when you have a guy who has to take on a lot, they have to play big minutes, and that's just what it is. I think he understands that. I think this that team can't win games without Beal yeah, playing. But I think right, he's man. ready for that, and I think that's important. I think he's been through it enough now, and I think that at this point in his career that he's just. He's in a good place to take it on. I think as a, from a leadership perspective, he's ready to take it on. We've talked about that this season. And so it's going to come down to, you know, the thing that Coach Brooks has said for both of these practices back is they have to rebound better. Obviously, they have to make some shots, and they have to keep teams off of the perimeter. It'll be interesting to see how those three things play out as we as we go forward. And obviously, you know, every team in the NBA can shoot to some degree now, um, some better than others. But how those keys play out, what kind of attitude this team brings on a night-to-night basis. They know that those are the things that they can control. And I, th- I would expect to, to see them bring it. I mean, they, the opportunity is right there in front of them. And they're, not only to get the eighth seed, but there's opportunities to, to get more well, than that can, if they get, get really hot. Yeah. And so they know that. They know that that gives them an opportunity to make some noise. And, um, yeah, they want it, so we'll see. It's going to be are, fun to watch them play. It is. There are very few games left against teams that are out of the playoff picture. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that scares me. It's yeah. all gonna, it's all everyone's going to matter to Chicago. Sides. That's for sure. And it's a lot of and it's a lot of teams that are on like the precipice of the playoff pictures. Yeah. There aren't many There aren't many games against the true upper echelon. I mean, you've got Boston, you've got Denver, but then but it's a it's lot of teams it. that are grinding. Yeah. A lot of games against the Western Conference too, which like we said is so crowded. I mean, every team in the Western Conference, with the exception of the Suns, probably, well, maybe not every team, but almost every team in the West right now has to feel like they're still in it. Yeah. You know, and so they, every single game for all of those teams, and we're talking, I mean, we see San Antonio here, we still see Utah, Denver, Dallas here, Minnesota. So there's a lot of Western Conference teams still on the docket that they're in a super crowded race, and every single game is going to matter for all of them from from those that are trying to get in to those that are are in because it's going to be a one two game difference between being an eighth seed in the west and playing you know the warriors and the nuggets or being a little bit higher and maybe getting Mm -hmm. a little bit more of a winnable favorable series so this is the best time of the year for the nba after the all-star break it gets really real and you know you start getting some tastes of that playoff atmosphere and the wizards are in the thick of it which I think given all that has happened this season is kind of like it's it's the best you can ask for. There's so many things that have gone on for the Wizards that have been kind of out of their control, to be honest. And um, they're in a position to, to go take it, and they have a leader in Brad Beal who's ready to take them there. I Beal think. is the only preseason starter in the starting lineup. Yeah. 
Yep. Wow. How many how many other teams currently have one of their preseason projected starters in their starting lineup? Yeah. Hopefully we'll get Dwight back soon. That'll be two. Yeah. yeah. Getting no, him I mean, if yeah. he gets his job back from TB, let's not. Let's yeah. Not. I mean, that's and that's another good point. So Dwight is back while we're here. Dwight is back on the court and doing non-contact drills. So coach so. said that, you know, it could be a matter of a couple of weeks before he gets back into practice. So not to get like too far ahead of ourselves, but it does. It is good to see him back. Yeah, yeah. it is like he's been away from us for so long. We've had such precious little time with him. Yeah, and he he made a, a pretty big impact when he was playing. He there was, was good. There was a substantial was difference really and improvement in rebounding and defense, and mm-hmm. still you know just attacking the basket and drawing fouls and doing that. So getting him back into the the fray is enormous too. And I think it's also worth noting that the new the three new faces we have Wesley Johnson, uh, Bobby Portis, and Jabari Parker. Maybe it feels like they've been here a long time. They haven't played that many games, and they still need to gel and find a way to mesh. With the guys who've still been here, um, and, and just Saddle mentioned that in practice. Yeah, today. absolutely. After it's, practice, his post game. Yeah, they they need too. to yeah. learn how to play off of each other and and work as a unit still. And I mean, this team has been through so much change this year, but they've shown already that once they can get into a groove and get into a rhythm, that they can produce results. So just as more, yeah. and it, it's a little counterintuitive because you're saying you know with more games they'll get more comfortable but there aren't that many games left so it's got to be kind of a quicker turnaround but um, they can certainly have the talent to do it the thing I mean going back to Dwight for a second I mean you think about when he was when he was signed preseason and what what his role was supposed to be in um, this is to take nothing away from Thomas Bryant who's an incredibly impressive young player but there's no question Thomas has some work to do on the defensive end um, you look at that. You look at that Detroit yeah. game right before the break, and we got killed by Andre Drummond. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. killed. And you think, and that was where Dwight was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be his impact. And you know, it's been. I, I don't think we've. I don't. I don't think we've talked about enough about the fact that we've we've played this entire year without our starting yeah, center. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and, and, and that, go ahead. I was just going to say, and getting him back at this juncture of the year is especially important because if this team is going to make a, a playoff push in the playoffs when you see the teams like Toronto, who now is Marcus All and Philly with Embiid, mm-hmm. and Al Horford, you're going to need good play at the five. So mm-hmm. getting Dwight back on defense is, will be Miles huge Turner. for that. Yeah, like, and, and as an older player, I mean, you don't want any injuries or people out that long, but now maybe he has fresher legs. Yeah. If you make a playoff run, you know, he's a little more bouncing his step. That can yeah. be beneficial it's, as well. It's all still to be seen for sure, and I think it's going to be a little bit longer. So, I mean, you're looking at right now, It's the t- tomorrow's the 22nd. I mean, we're probably still looking at, you know, second week of March, that kind of thing until we mm-hmm. see – until we can maybe even see Dwight on the floor. I have no intel on that, but, like – you know, just thinking what about what you? Coach Brooks <laughs> thinking about what Coach Brooks said today is Jeez. that there's going to be more time. <laughs> there's just there's going to be more time, and so the Wizards are going to have to kind of weather a storm here. They play a lot of good teams before they would get the so back. many back to backs. Um, yeah. One back to back a week. Yeah, yeah. twenty four games left in the season. Twelve at home. Twelve on the road. Nope. I mean, twelve against Western Conference teams. Twelve against Eastern Conference teams. Thirteen at home. Eleven on the there road. There you go, buddy. The best stretch to me. March 10th through March 24th. That's a Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, we're at home We've the whole time. Six it's home aggressive. games and, and one road game. It's like aggressive. That, that's I mean, key right there. I'm speaking from myself. I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how the players are going to do it, but I'm, I'm personally going to be <laughs> a back exhausted. back-to-back home game. That's a lot. Home uh, game. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's I, a lot. That's when I blow up the air mattress underneath my desk and just <laughs> live here. It's going to be, it's gonna be a, be a lot thrilled. of fun this uh, last stretch run of the season. We'll see what the Wizards can do. Um, um, you, know, um, you know, I don't want to look too far ahead to uh, – to the to the 2019-20 season yet. Yeah. But one thing I did want to mention briefly before we sign off was the really exciting announcements we made today about the Cap One renovations. Yeah. And that new jumbotron is going to be so. It's going to be nice. legit. Yeah. Like and it's like a transformer. Because I started, all the I s- can do. I started thinking about it when we started talking about you know um, getting gift cards for food <laughs> at the arena. We're gonna have some great new food in here too. Yeah. And yeah. So I mean, uh, maybe we'll get Jamoke some gift cards. Yeah. For some yeah. I, like I will that. say. I, I would it. like that a lot. Yeah. Chris. I will say. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure I get that since I know how to get the gift cards. But I will say that you know, and like we weren't even told to talk about this. It, it really is exciting. Like the renderings are awesome. I really think that in arena. So we were just in Charlotte. Charlotte has a really cool, um, like center hung jumbotron type thing. That's Do we definitely still call like it a jumbotron. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we center hung screen. Center hung is what center we call hung. Yeah, okay. center hung yeah. screens. So like, um, they have a really cool thing that's kind of like it's like uh, kind of like beehive shaped yeah. and cool. Yeah. Um, and this thing, oh, I I'll get tell it, you what, they're like, the hornets. Yeah, yeah. No, but like this, this screen is gonna be a. A really cool addition to the in arena experience, and like you go to the other arenas that have a big giant screen with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Think about like how the Falcons did their football stadium. We're gonna have something that kind of mimics that that goes around the whole arena bowl. It's gonna really, I think it's gonna really improve the fan experience. And like, I like, I'm not just saying that as somebody who works here. Like, I, it's really, really cool. It looks really awesome. I can't wait to see it all in. Well, I and hope so, the fans enjoy it. But a, a while ago, check it out. When we, we just first sent, started yeah, sent in it productions. Out. We would send one video for what was then the Jumbotron. Now we have to export all of these different sizes and take the LED into mm, account. I don't care about how hard Now you have we've to got work, a bunch honestly. of rings. And it's like it's going to be interesting to see how we yeah. try to find ways to incorporate it Tired and you enhance our video. There's a lot of different features, though, that are going to be possible. That's, and that's exciting. Yeah. 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 Cool. Ryan, I want to educate you briefly on. I know we were joking about why I bring up. Jason Tatum so much, which is kind of um, funny. <laughs> this is this concludes our podcast for the week. Um, the Brandon end. Beal. Nobody wants to hear this. Brandon Goodbye. Beal played high school at Chaminade. His first camp after his rookie year, one of the high schoolers at Chaminade was, was Jason, Jason Tatum. Tatum. And he said, I like this that. guy's going to play in the NBA someday. I like that. And I, I didn't necessarily believe – I didn't believe it. I was like, oh, I, I understood it. I respected what he was saying. was like, wow, he's predicting a kid who's a sophomore in high school that he taught to pl- kind of bring up playing basketball is going to be playing and in the NBA. And, and here we are. And we'll see him later Fortiger. in March. Yes, there you go. So there's <laughs> that's why for Wiz Kids, but mostly for the Both. newest one, Brian <laughs> um, Back to the slam dunk contest. I wish it would go back to like JaVale McGee and Blake Griffin when JaVale McGee dunked two basketballs ball, and yeah, three most basketballs. Yeah. And Blake Griffin dunked over a car oh, with yeah. the whole gospel choir. And remember, <laughs> um, what's his name? Baron Davis came out of the uh, the sunroof the sunroof yeah. and threw the ball for alley-oop. Like, I want to see a little bit more with props well, and stuff like that. But. Yeah. And in Toronto, the Aaron Gordon, Oof. Zach Levine. Yes, that's the other one. Yes. That one was just somebody put the like those highlights back on Twitter. It's absurd. Yeah. yeah. And like looking contest. back, I remember I was home at the time. Like I was just home for the weekend because I wasn't in Toronto. 
and uh, like I was just watching at a bar, and we were just like, oh, like oh, that's cool. Like the dunk contest is on. I wonder what's going on. And then like we saw the first dunk, and we were just like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. this is gonna be a special one. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Those two guys, they were so just different. Every dunk that they did was entertaining yeah almost none of them to my recollection took like a ton of tries no that, which that's is always the key the thing, yeah. you like, can't the give tens to people yeah, yeah like, like tries, dennis smith on. over the weekend so, that was the thing is like they were just like throwing it down like one after another it was truly like it it was like what the dunk contest is supposed to be mm-hmm. and the place was electric and you know, it, it's one of those things where it captured. I mean, we, like I said, I was sitting at a bar watching it. It captured the attention of the, everybody in there. Yeah. And that's hard these days. Like, it's really difficult if you're not, especially in like I was in Ohio. It's not like a home, the home team was playing a game or something. Right, you know, right. it's just some random event, not even a game, but it was captivating. Not a game. Not yeah, a, not a not, game. <laughs> but it was just like this captivating experience to watch. So, hopefully. We'll get that. I know that some guy, you know, after after every dunk contest, some guys like start floating that like maybe they'll be in it next year. Mm-hmm. Like Donovan Mitchell it, yeah. was one of those. Um, who was it? Giannis. How yeah, Giannis Hart talked a little bit about it. Contest. I don't um, know how they choose that. I know the I Nets know petitioned to have Joe Harris, and good thing yeah. they did. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was yeah, a good field. Yeah, this field was stacked. Yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, so onward and upward, but hopefully we'll see. There are some high flyers like that are still out there that have not been in the contest yet that I think could spice it up. Um, I think so we'll see what happens next year. The other changes Chi- I'd like Chicago. to see in Chicago. No more Meek Mill and long, contest, <laughs> long, long concert. I want to do a live pickup game. That would LeBron be great. saying, yeah. I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Let's lace them up. Cool. That's that would what be I, want I, think the, I think the picking of teams is still evolving. Like I think it's going to get better every year. Yeah. Um, Oh, by the way, another favorite part, J. Cole's concert oh, oh, yeah. was at halftime. Um, it's really hard, like, at those sporting events where it's, like, a, like a pop-up concert. Obviously, like, the, you have to edit out the lyrics for TV, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that stuff. It's really hard to make that feel like an, like an authentic concert experience. And I, I have to say, like, J. Cole is, like, the closest that I've ever gotten. Um I That's haven't awesome. been to a ton of those types of things, yeah, but yeah. he was awesome, and and it helps obviously that he's from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You can tell the love that they give him um, is just different. Like you can tell that there is there is a buzz in the crowd when they saw him like go no upstairs to yeah. his thing. <laughs> yeah, no offense, to, yeah, to, yeah, the to Buzz City, but you could just tell that they were just really excited to see him. That they always are. That they they know that he's kind of like one of their own. That was cool to experience. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, kudos to Jay Cole. He he the killed dude. it. Right. It was a good like length of concert yeah. too. Like, yeah. He went through some of his some of his hits and um, kind of get to he got to have a little bit of a longer set, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And uh, yeah, he was so hats off of to him. Weekend. Yeah, yeah, he he was. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Players love him too. I wish he would have played basketball in the celebrity game. He did. Game yeah, the, one of the best on? celebrity ga- uh, game plays of all time was him catching an alley oop from Kevin Hart. What's yeah. he right? It was fantastic. Yeah, that was really young Jay Cole. And then remember too. the dunk contest yeah. where he he almost dunked in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. He's like, oh my gosh, but a great weekend. Hey, we before we end it, we definitely want to say congratulations to the Sadoransky family on welcoming a new addition. Sophia is joining the Wizards family dc family congratulations to them we wish them the best and we wish the washington wizards 
the best as we uh, get to this stretch run of the NBA season. Yeah. A lot for you to check out on WashingtonWizards.com. we got some videos coming up, an all-star weekend recap, uh, and then just some sights and sounds and videos and stories and social media as, as we hit this stretch run. So thanks for listening, WizKids. Uh, thanks, BioFreeze, for being our new sponsor the rest of the season. Ciao for now.